1: where we look to educate others and push back on the negative stigmas and misconceptions associated with our lifestyle. Come with us and share our pineapple journey as we travel the globe, interview the experts, learn, and grow together. Join the nation. So Lacey, people are asking, how do they get to go to a party or an event with us?
0: They check out swingersociety.net. You create a profile, you sign up for an event, and you come hang out with us. It's super easy.
1: That's right. If you want to party with us and the other faces and names that you know from social media and TikTok, head on over to swingersociety.net.
0: Can't wait to see you there.
1: Lacey, we get approached by couples all the time, and they want to know, like, where can they learn the one hundred ones of non-monogamy?
0: Yeah, I totally get it. You want to get in the lifestyle, but you just don't know where to start. We recommend Sex by Sue's class on non-monogamy. She really helps couples learn how to communicate and do the lifestyle the correct way.
1: Yeah, I think this lifestyle, you know, it's crucial not to to step on the landmines that a lot of us do. You yeah. Know, and you kind of learn the hard way, you know. So having a class that you can take online, you know, in the privacy of your own home and kind of learn the ins and outs, learn, you know how to approach the lifestyle, how to communicate with your partner about it. Um, You know, I think it's something worth taking and uh, we highly recommend it.
0: Yeah. So click below in the show notes, you'll find this link for that course.
1: Check it out guys.
0: Bye. Bye.
1: Hey there, pineapple people, and welcome to the Swing Nation podcast. We are your hosts, Northern Guy
0: and Southern Girl.
1: In today's episode, we are sitting down with Susan Wright, who's the executive director of the National Coalition of Sexual Freedom. Hey, hello, Susan. How are you?
2: I'm fine. How are you?
1: Good. I'm glad to have you. She's coming to us digitally, so we're we're trying right. to use uh, you know that. It can be difficult at times, but we're gonna we're gonna make do. Uh, So I think where we want to start, Susan, is can you just tell us a little bit about about you and and, kind of how you got uh, along this path uh, that you're on?
2: Well, I started exploring my sexuality in 1992. So I've been doing this for 30 years. And it's been a really exciting, self-empowering journey that I've been on. Uh, And it's also, you know, presented some challenges. I ended up getting discriminated against fairly early on and uh, I lost a book contract and I was sexually harassed, you know, into, well, if you want this book contract, you need to date me since you're dating a couple, that sort of thing. So, wow. um, yeah, I, it was, it was kind of a trial by far very quickly. And so I quickly became an advocate and, a, and an activist for our communities. And so that was kind of my beginning and it's been a big part of my adult life.
1: Yeah. And so that led you to, to NCF, like your personal struggles led you to find the organization or how did that happen?
2: Well, I founded NCSF in 1997. I gathered together five educational groups. Those were kink groups at the time because we were all hearing about the discrimination and the persecution that was happening. And the educational groups just didn't have the ability to talk to the media or talk to local authorities. And so, uh, we, I formed the coalition and it started out with the five groups and now we have over 180 groups, events, businesses, and professional practices.
1: Wow. Yeah. So, so you were, you, you, you founded the whole thing. You you were there at the start.
2: And I've been there ever since <laughs> and, uh, I've been, I've been the uh, spokesperson for NCSF um, since the very beginning. And then I've taken different roles and it's an all volunteer organization. So anybody can get involved. There's all sorts of things that you could do with NCSF. And we really are the power of NCSF is the power of our member groups and our, our volunteers.
1: Okay. So I think that's perfect. A Can Can you tell us what, so people that are listening that don't know, you know, our, our audience is, is largely the uh, swingers, but we get even people that are, um, I think curious about the lifestyle and and curious about swinging, but they're not necessarily involved in the lifestyle. We get quite a bit of that, especially on TikTok, And I think some on the podcast here as well. Um, so you know, what, what is NCFF? What are we even talking about here?
2: The national coalition for sexual freedom is a advocacy group for the kink, letter fetish, as well as the consensual non-monogamy communities, polyamory, the lifestyle, all sorts, um, relationship anarchy. So we represent these alternative sexualities, uh, sexual variants. And the way we do that is by fighting for our rights in the mainstream. And we also educate our constituents, our communities, about things that impact you, and things you need to be aware of when um, going about your sexual exploration. There's still landmines out there for these various folks, and we have to let you know. And we do that by providing free education. Uh, we talk to the media. We have direct services where if you get into trouble and need a referral to a professional or need help and gu- you know guidance through a situation, you can contact us directly and you can get confidential help whether you're an individual or you're a group. So we do a lot of working with people within our communities to, to make us stronger because we're constantly facing headwinds and we need to fight to be able to gather and to be able to talk to each other. And NCSF is instrumental in that.
1: Yeah, no, that's amazing. And it's, it's interesting. Cause you know, me and Lacey started this journey on TikTok and, and podcasting, um, you know, about a year ago. Uh, and we we, we kind of this concept of advocacy or advocating for the community and kind of maybe you know pushing back against the stigma and pushing back against some of the discrimination that we've seen you know the you know the concept of well you should be able to do this and if people find out you shouldn't leave live in fear of losing your job or, or losing your children or you know any of the other uh, things that happen and. Uh, it took us a while to kind of find you guys and, and figure out that you were out there. John and Jackie, when we had them on our podcast, were really some of the first mm-hmm. ones that brought you guys up, and we like, "This is, you know, this is a good group. They, they're they <laughs> yeah. out there."
0: Uh- yeah, I read your mission statement, and I was like, "This is exactly what we've been talking about for months." So I was pretty excited when they mentioned y'all, and we did some research and found you.
1: Yeah, so I think it's good that there's groups out there, and I don't, I just don't think that maybe not at least not in the swinger community enough of even know something like that exists.
2: Yes. What ended up happening is NCSF has worked a lot more with the club owners because the club owners, you know, when they try to create a new brick and mortar club or they're doing a travel agency that's booking, you know, these big cruises, um, they're the ones that are facing a lot of the discrimination. And I think a lot of the people that are in the lifestyle might not even be aware of mm-hmm. all the discrimination that's happening. And so it's been kind of harder for us to reach those people that were in the lifestyle, just kind of your average person, because, um, you know, it's, it's not impacting them as much if they're not doing what you guys are doing. You know, you guys have a high profile, you know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's folks like you all that people know and, you know, they could come after you for that. But I think TikTok is amazing for reaching the average person who's checking this out.
1: Mhm. Yeah, it's been it's been interesting yeah, cuz you know <laughs> to we, say the least. <laughs> we started this a year ago and you know we use the swing talk hashtag is what swingers use on TikTok, you know, to to mark their videos as like a swinger video. Uh and, you know when we started this over over, over a year ago there was there was less than you know 100,000 videos. You know maybe a few 10,000, 20,000 something like that. Uh and now there's almost 2 billion um views on that hashtag. So just and that's just in the last year. That's how much this
0: so people are watching yeah. <laughs> and How learning. this has
1: exploded. And I think you're right. Like before, and I've talked to some of our, our podcaster friends about it, is, you know, people that went to find podcast information, it was, you know, they got on a, uh, you know, they went looking for information about swinging. Where TikTok is really pushing us into the faces of people that maybe didn't know this community existed uh, and they maybe weren't looking for it. Um, but I think it's opened some of their eyes. but. It, the flip side of that is we also I think get quite a bit of scrutiny because yeah. it's people that think what we're doing is not right. So I think it's kind of a, a double-sided coin there, but uh, it definitely, it definitely has grown exponentially just in the last year, and I can't, I can't imagine you know what direction it's going in from here.
2: Well, social media is amazing in, in one way because it does help connect us. NCSF just got our first TikTok account, all right, a couple months ago because we <laughs> realized. We need one, yeah. <laughs> we we need to be reaching out to everybody, um, you know. So, but we need a we need volunteers who can help us with that, and that's a big part of it. Is you know, if influencers want to find out about more about NCSF and make videos, you know, we wanted to be on there to be able to to share them, to like them, to to help promote what's being done there, and so that's really the eye to which we joined to to help amplify all of our voices
1: yeah well you got you have uh you got friends sitting on this side of the computer that can definitely help you with all that stuff uh so we have you know we've tried to you know every time a swinger comes on TikTok or comes on social media and starts publicly Posting, we kind of try to bring them into our. Uh, I our immediately
0: circle. like a per- or follow a person that posts about swinging or any kind of alternative lifestyle because that takes guts to post about something like that. So I try to always give my support if I see it. It's a big
2: change because um, in our research, we do a lot of research on our communities because we are sympathetic to our folks. We understand the language. And it's much better if NCSF conducts the research because we know how to phrase the questions and we know the issues because we see the problems. And so we've done quite a bit of research. We have 18 um, papers on our website uh, that were peer reviewed and published. And we find that uh, 70% of folks that are engaged in consensual non-monogamy are not out Mm -hmm. about it. They are not telling their work or their family. Um, and that's because, you know, the, the, the persecution that happens and it's really sad when you see that there's a certain percentage of people that they feel that they are consensually non-monogamous and they identify with that, but they can't even tell their partner.
1: Wow. Yeah. And I think, I mean, that's a perfect lead in because, you know, we're, we're talking about sexual freedom and, and I think, you know, if, if you walked up to the normal person and said like, do you have sexual freedom? Right. Do you have, is that an inherent right that you have as a person? I think most people would be like, yeah, like I have, I can do whatever I want in my bedroom and nobody has any say in that. Um, you know, we've come to find out <laughs> that, that that's not the case. Um, so can you just talk a little bit about what sexual freedom is or at least the idea of sexual freedom and why why that's you know, something that you guys are really pushing for and, and advocates for?
2: Sure. And, you know, we're actually kind of building on the civil rights movement, the LGBTQIA movement where groups of people realized that their rights were being infringed and uh, the, you know, people who are in kink or consensual non-monogamy, there's so many ways that our rights are infringed. There's so many laws that are on the books that affect us that we may not realize that, um, that you have to kind of be aware of that and you have to be able to, to organize, to fight against all of that. So sexual freedom is not something that we're given. We, we really have a, kind of a puritanical mindset here in America, and it it was never a focus. Um, it started out with, like, contraception freedom, things of that sort, and it, it wasn't until Lawrence v. Texas, um, which is more popularly known as kind of the anti-sodomy law. It was the Supreme Court decision that stated that we have a right to privacy and that we can engage in sexual relations with other consenting adults. And that's a really important law for us. And unfortunately, that's um, one of the Supreme Court decisions that Clarence Thomas said in his Dobbs decision um, that he thought that the Supreme Court should revisit and maybe overturn. And that would be very bad for us because that really was the first legal foundation we had for privacy rights and sexual relations. And this, I mean, this can affect all kinds of things before that happened. Um, you know, we saw so many child custody cases, like it was just, all you had to be was consensually non-monogamous or all you had to be was kinky and your kids would be automatically taken away from you because of perceived morality issues. And why in the world would you know, people think it's okay for a judge to, to judge our morality when it has nothing to do with how we're raising our kids. So that's why sexual freedom rights are so important because it sounds like this big nebulous thing, but it, it impacts our real lives if we aren't fighting for our freedoms.
1: Yeah. It's crazy to me. And, you know, we talk about this all the time on our, our, you know, various platforms that, you know the idea that the go- a government or even an employer or a court can can you know reach into somebody's bedroom and decide what you can and cannot do and then make decisions on you know and and then have that directly affect you know you as a, a parent or or you as an employer um, you know, and, and you spoke to some of the, the clubs and club owners and stuff like that. And I know they're, you know, huge issues with banking and, and you know, finances and being able to move money because because of some of the discrimination that they face. You know, it, it's crazy to me that, you know, like you said, we're consenting adults doing consenting adult things. Um, why the government or why, you know, judges um, make morality, you know, assumptions based off that. And then that can affect things like child custody to me, that seems really archaic. You know what I mean? That, that That's still an issue that, that's going on out there.
2: Yes. And it's gotten even bigger than that because they're actually trying to control us online as well. Uh, I'm sure you've discovered this. Um, NCSF has discovered this. We've been deplatformed by Twitter for six months last year. And we see, we get all these reports from sex educators, sex therapists who can't advertise on social media, or they've Uh, lost their account. And that is directly due to um, this law called FOSTA, where it's supposedly fighting sex trafficking. But really what it does is it allows these large corporations to decide on kind of an arbitrary basis that, you know, we don't want you on our platform. When we're not doing anything illegal, talking about sex, talking about sex education, for adults yet we're, we're being stifled. And that's really a huge problem because if we can't talk about this, if we can't give this information to other people, then they're not learning about consent and safety issues and not even able to find these groups and clubs where they can talk to their peers. I mean, it's we don't have very good sex education here in America, so it's really helpful when we can get out and talk to people and socialize and, and actually verbalize what it is that we want and, um, you know, learn how to set our own boundaries and limits. I mean, what we're doing is really important work and the government is actively interfering in that.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree 100 percent. And, you know, it, it really hits home for us here recently. and You're probably aware and I won't get too far into it, but we we have a you know, one of the TikTok couples that is associated with us in our group, Um, you know, had a, an ex parte, ex parte, I might be saying that wrong, but emergency court order. Um, because their ex or his ex wife, you know, essentially took screenshots of his TikTok, went to a judge and said, you know, I fear for for the my my child's safety because look, these people are swingers. And that judge, you know, without even having a single court hearing, without having a child custody, you know, any kind of not even a hearing on it, you know, did a court order and took that in custody one hundred percent custody away from those parents. Simply based off some screenshots off of TikTok. To me, that's insane that something like that can that could, that could happen.
0: And it's really scary. Luckily, we were able to help them raise funds. But what if we couldn't have helped them? Like, what if we wouldn't have been able to raise the money for them to hire a lawyer to help them? That's so scary to know that somebody could lose their kids just because of this lifestyle. It's... It's sad. I guess for me personally, I have a child from a previous relationship and for me personally, it really hit home for me because if that happened to me, I would be absolutely devastated. Yeah,
2: it's the most important thing in your life is your children and to have this this fear and for people who don't even realize that there's a risk, um, you know, they may be taking that risk and they're not even informed. Uh, of, of what could potentially happen. But certainly we want to let everybody know who's in, you know, who has Mm -hmm. divided custody. Um, Your ex can bring this up at any time. They can show any image, they can make any kind of accusation. And um, as you said, Mm -hmm. the courts will act quickly and then you have to kind of prove the negative. That's not me. You know, what they're saying is not true. And um, I'm not risking my child by doing this. I have great childcare. You know, I'm going out on a Saturday night, just like other parents do. It's nothing to be concerned about. Um, But unfortunately, it it does impact. And I think that you're right, that it impacts people who are more marginalized, even more people who are not clued into the community, who can't reach out and get help from other people. I think it's great.
0: I think that's why a lot of people stay so private. And that and work, I think those are the two main reasons because it's scary to think that these things can happen. And so it's just easier to keep your private life private and not share it with the world because of this type of scrutiny.
2: Well, I agree because we see people get fired from their work, even if they're just talking to a friend, somebody who's a work mm-hmm. colleague that has become a friend and they disclose, oh, I'm going to a swing club this weekend or... Oh, you know, my friend's coming over. Oh, what about your wife? Right. Um, And what we see happen in a work setting is people aren't fired so much for being involved in the lifestyle, but they're fired for quote unquote sexual harassment because they're actually Mm -hmm. talking about their own sex life. And that is taken as, you know, it's kind of flipped on its head and it's taken as, Well, because you're talking about sexual things, you're sexually harassing somebody. So you have to be really careful who you disclose this to at your work, because you never know when somebody's going to take it and try to use it against you. And we've also seen, unfortunately, people disclose this at work and then they're sexually harassed. Sort of what happened with me. Um, Somebody outed me that I was involved in this triad. And because of that, I was told I, I should date this person in order to get what I want, I needed in my career. And that's horrible as well. I had to walk away from that situation because of course I wasn't going to just cave to that. But what about people who are more marginalized? What if somebody has a child and they need that job? Um, it, it can kind of get into, the, to scare your territory. So you have to be aware of that. And, and you have to kind of keep that private if you're in a sensitive industry, especially like a teacher, Um, Any kind of uh, professional, like a massage therapist, a therapist, it it can be more difficult to disclose.
1: No, I think that's one hundred percent. I think that's one hundred percent true. So I think what we're going to do at this point is uh, take a little break. Uh, We'll hear from our sponsors, and then we'll come back. and And I want to talk about, um, you know, what what can be done about this. You know, like, um, what what avenues are you guys pursuing? Um, is there, you know, is there a way to fix this? Um, and then some of the ways maybe our community can, can help in that process. Um, so I think we'll take a little break. We'll hear from the, the partners and sponsors of the swing nation podcast, and then we'll get those questions answered. We'll be right back.
0: Okay. The swing nation podcast is proud to partner with shameless care.
1: Yeah, this, this was an easy partnership, right? They reached out to us. These are lifestyle people, we're looking to help the lifestyle, right? They want to they want to be able to provide lifestyle people with STD testing and at home ED medication.
0: Yeah, so the STD testing is super awesome. You basically fill out a survey, and they tell you how often you should be tested, and then you receive the test at home. You're able to take it from the comfort of your home, mail it back in, and you get your results a few days later.
1: Yeah, and then you know, knowing those results is a huge deal. Um, but you can also do ED medication, right? You know, having ED in the lifestyle is super common, right? Because you're in a high stress environment and, uh, you know, trying to maintain your erection in that environment can be difficult. So you go online, you take a little survey, you fill out some healthcare care information um, and they they ship you the medicine right to your door. You don't have to have the conversation with your doctor. Um, you can do it all from home.
0: Yes. Yeah, so use our code TSN on shamelesscare.com to receive $30 off.
1: We use it. We suggest you use it. Um, you know, if you need that service, go out there and get it. Thank you. The swing nation podcast is proud to announce an official partnership with SDC.com. SDC stands for seek, discover, connect. And with over 3 million members in over 50 countries, it's the world's largest lifestyle community and a great place to link up with open-minded couples, singles, and kinksters from around the globe.
0: Whether you're just starting your lifestyle journey or you're an old pro SDC has something to offer you. With chat rooms, live cams, groups, and blogs, there's always naughty fun to be found. SDC.com also has expert advice, professional articles, and entertaining content to enhance your erotic lifestyle journey.
1: With information about parties, events, clubs, and businesses, SDC is so much more than just a hookup site for swingers. It's truly an epicenter that can keep you plugged into the pulse of the lifestyle community in your area.
0: We personally love the website's ease of use and amazing customer support. They have supported us in our podcast and giving generous donations to our charity fundraising efforts.
1: So if you're looking to connect with like-minded people, click the link in our show notes and sign up for STC using our affiliate link and receive a full access for 14 days completely free. Make sure you join the Swing Nation STC group and send us a message. We here at the Swing Nation podcast are proud to partner with Promescent. Listen, guys, we've all been there. You're having a hot night with a hot chick, maybe a few hot chicks. But you need to kind of delay the time before you pull that trigger.
0: That's where Promescent comes in. They have this awesome product called the Delay Spray. You literally spray it on. And it delays the time that you orgasm. So you can make sure that your partner is well taken care of.
1: And as swingers, we're all about making sure our partners are well taken care of. And Promescent Delay Spray is the perfect product for that.
0: Click the link in the show notes below to get yours today.
1: All right, guys, welcome back. We appreciate you sticking with us during that break. And we are still here uh, with Susan from the National Coalition for Sexual Freedom. And uh, we want to talk about a little bit about, um, you know, this discrimination. Is it discrimination? Is Is there something that can be done? Is there a way to fight back against this? Um, and what are some of those ways?
2: That's a great question, because NCSF is an activist group. So We are constantly running campaigns and different projects to address the roots of this discrimination and persecution. We did a big um, project with the American Psychiatric Association when they revised their diagnostic manual to try to remove what they called the consensual paraphilias, the unusual sexual interests, as we remove them as paraphilic disorders. Um, because it used to be there was things like hypersexual. We definitely disorder. have
0: that. Ooh, <laughs> sex,
1: Guilty, right? <laughs> Which
2: is <laughs> that is not a mental disorder. <laughs> Come on. So we run these campaigns. We work with the American Law Institute to help create a legal framework for consent to kink. Because when you're doing BDSM, role play, power exchange you need to have more affirmative consent before you do it. You need to talk about what you're going to do and you need to have a way to stop it at any time. So we're actually looking at, um, consensual non-monogamy and child. They can come to us and we can actually refer, um, kink and polyamory aware professionals in your area to you so that you can get expert witnesses. You can get an attorney who can consult with your attorney or even hire them to take care of your child custody case. We have attorneys that deal with employment discrimination as well who can advise you. So we can fight back on an individual level. We can also fight back as a group and, you know, you can actually do things as an activist without even outing yourself as um, somebody who's in the swing lifestyle. For example, we're opposing the earn it act right now. That's kind of a continuation of FOSTA, which is what's clamping down on our rights online so badly. And we really, don't want our legislators to pass this act. So we have an action alert where you can write tears and you don't have to out yourself. You can just say, I'm a constituent. And I think this is a bad idea. And it's amazing how much each letter makes an impact. So you can sign up for NCSF to find out about these ongoing projects and keep involved. And we send out, you know, a couple of emails a month, sometimes three. So it's not huge, but it's enough for you to keep involved and see what we're doing and participate in the projects that you really want to participate. In. Yeah.
1: And it really seems, you know, from, from, you know, my perspective here, cause we've been digging into this for a while and, you know, and trying to figure out what the best, best path is to try to fix some of this stuff and, you know, make it so, you know, hopefully, you know, in the future, uh, people that are non-monogamous or, or even kink or, you know, this wider umbrella of alternative lifestyle people, Um, That they don't have to live in fear of, you know, their coworkers finding out and then them losing their job or their ex, you know, wives or spouses or whatever, Um, you know, so but it's it's not really a clear pathway to, oh, you just got to, you know, challenge this one law and then it's all overturned and then you win and it's it's all done. It seems like it's, you know, taking it one case at a time, pushing back, fighting. Uh, You know, suing where you you can, you know, bringing issues to court and making, you know, making a big deal out of it and just kind of picking away at the the system to try to, you know, initiate change that way. Is, Is that is that accurate?
2: That's a great way to put it, because it's it's picking away at a lot of different fronts, because there's a lot of groups that are actively working against us. I mean, there's anti LGBTQIA groups like Americans for Truth about homosexuality. Concerned Women for America are also opposed to privacy rights for consenting adults. And we have religious political extremist groups like the Family Research Council and the National Center on Sexual Exploitation, which sounds great, but it used to be called Morality in the Media. So that kind of tells you what this group is really about. So we have all of these groups and these really very right-wing political groups groups that are advocating for the overturning of Lawrence v. Texas. So it's kind of all of them and all of these well-funded entities against NCSF (laughs) (laughs) who is standing kind of trying to like push back this tide. And it sometimes gets kind of overwhelming, but what we did was we just created these different committees to deal with these different issues. And, you know, we particularly want to recruit people like attorneys to help us, um, anybody who is like a victim advocate, who is a therapist, I mean, you can join these committees that we have. And NCSF provides a structure where if somebody's very passionate about a project, we can all work together so you don't have to reinvent the wheel because, you know, creating your own organization, running a 501c3, which we're a charitable foundation, so we can take large donations and um, give a tax deductible donation receipt. And we're also a lobbying organization, a membership organization. So we provide kind of the the scaffolding and the framework for for these important projects. Consent Counts, which was one of our largest projects, was created in 2006. And the communities decided this was really important. We needed to be talking about consent. And they handed this over to NCSF in 2007, and we have just run with it.
1: Yeah, no, I think that's important. And I think there's a lot, you know, you know, you know, I read a statistic online. It was something like one in five couples have in, in some way or manner or manner, you know, engaged in non-monogamy. Right. Not not saying their lifestyle, not saying they're swingers, not saying that they, they do this, you know, on a regular basis, but in some way or fashion have engaged in this type of behavior. Right. So I, I think there's a huge community of people out there. And then, you know, you add an alternative lifestyle kink, you know, the BDSM, you know, however you want to you know label that community, you add all them in and. There's a lot of people out there. Right. I mean, we we, we should have a very strong uh, voice and a very strong community. It just to me, it feels like we haven't really united that, at least not in a way like the LGBT community has. Um, and I think if we could get that community organized and get them, you know, linked together and, and talking with one voice and doing things like what you're saying, you know, writing your senators, uh, you know, when there are issues, making sure that you guys are aware of them so that, you know, we have numbers, we have statistics, we can kind of show, you know, how often and much people are, you know, being mistreated and discriminated against. I think then maybe we can start to to, to turn the tide. Is that is that what you're thinking?
2: Absolutely. I think you hit the nail on the head. And, you know, join NCSF. <laughs> you can join NCSF as a <laughs> coalition partner or a supporting member and we'll waive the $100 membership fee because we just want everybody to join. You know, like I said, we started out with five groups 25 years ago. We have over 180 now. It, you know, there there is millions of us. Literally, there's millions of us in America who are doing some form of alternative sexuality. Now, most of those people are not part of our communities. They're not active. They're not engaged. But they have the same concerns because NCSF hears from them when they're discriminated against. Mm -hmm. So we know they're out there and that's why I just love what you guys are doing. You're, you're spreading the word, you're letting people know that we're here and, uh, that you can do this too. There's ways that you can explore your sexuality and have a good time. And, um, by you passing on information about NCSF, that's super helpful as well. I mean, I hope that people want to volunteer for NCSF, go to our website and, you know, fill out our volunteer form and we have our different committees. If you're into social media, we have our PR committee. That's focused on social media. We have a fundraising committee. We have our consent counts committee, our education committee and our diversity equity and inclusion committee that is working on these issues to make sure that our groups are um, not marginalizing marginalized folks.
1: Yeah. and, And I know you've hit on this a little bit, but I want to make sure that, you know, people out there uh, know, you know, so if we have, if there are swingers or even kink or alternative lifestyle people out there and they feel like they've had been discriminated against, or maybe they're going through something with an employer or an ex spouse or something like that. um, What are, what, what should they do? How can you guys help help those people?
2: Definitely contact NCSF. Um, You can go to our website. You can contact me directly at Susan at ncsfreedom.org. And our incident reporting and response team has a lot of experience with this. We get over 200 requests for help a year. You know, we are really experienced in dealing with a wide variety of things that happen. And we have networked with all of these professionals that we can refer you to. We have resources that you can use. And we can just give you the benefit of our experience. We've seen a lot of things before, so we can tell you what we've seen happen so that you can make a more informed decision. And then as you said before, it helps us. It's incident reporting and response because we need to hear your reports. We need to hear what's happening. It's only been in the past couple of years that um, child custody and consensual non-monogamy have become such a hot button issue. And we're getting regularly at least 10 parents a year coming to us for help with this area. And that's too many.
0: Yeah, I know our friends that reached out to y'all a few weeks ago, y'all were very quick to get back with them and help. So we really appreciate that.
2: Well, we know that people are contacting us in a crisis, so we will get back to you usually within Mm -hmm. 24 hours, but definitely within 48 hours because, you know, a lot of times people just need to know there's somebody there they can talk to. They're not alone. I mean, when you're facing a crisis, you're alone, right? (laughs) And that's just not fair. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And then and I think the flip side to this, you know, Susan, and me and you will have to talk more about this offline probably, but, you know, I really sense you know, a movement going on here, right? There's several people, you know, there's not 2 billion views on Twitter on videos because nobody cares about this subject. You know, yeah. we have a discord server, which is just a chat room that has over 15,000 people in it at this point, you know, and that's in like six months that we've, we've gathered that many people, you know, our Facebook group has almost 13,000 or 12, 13,000 people at this point. So, I mean, there's a community that's coming together and informing. Um, so I guess I need to know how that community or how we can help you guys and how we can kind of push some of these issues and how, you know, where do you need volunteers and how do you need them? You know, do we have to show up, you know, to court cases with pineapple, you know, suits <laughs> on like, you know, like how, you know, how can we make some noise and actually change things and, and where can I, can we help you? Cause You know, I know me and Lacey are very passionate about this. I know, you know, the core group that we call the Swinger Society um, of our friends that are close to us. I know they're very passionate, you know, and we have some outreach. You know, we're just me and Lacey are getting millions of views on TikTok, you know, a month. Uh, And, you know, you combine all of us. The numbers are huge. So I think, you know, finding ways that we can we can help you and push kind of push the ball forward is, I think, essential. So, um, you know, not to put you on a spot, but are there some things that you can think of off the top of your head that people that are listening can can engage and and help this community.
0: She has a social media team, right? That's (laughs) where we need to (laughs) help.
2: Definitely. And I would love for you to join as a coalition partner because our coalition partners elect our I think we are. Are
0: you at this point? Because I know Yeah, so
1: I think Kylie just signed up recently. Yeah.
0: Great. I don't know. I'll have to double check with Meg. Yeah. Um, but I'll, I'll confirm. If we're not, we will make that happen. Um, But for me, I'm over here like tearing up. I don't know. I guess this is like kind of like a full circle moment of like all the things that we worked really, really hard for. And I guess me, I've faced backlash at my job, which I'm no longer employed there. And, you know, I anticipate I'll probably get pushback with my child at some point. So I don't know. I'm just super grateful for this podcast and for our, you know, our relationship with y'all now and I think it's going to be really good going forward.
2: I think so too, because, you know, we do need to speak with a voice, you know? So anytime we have a, um, an action that would involve consensual non-monogamy, we'll let you know. You can let your folks know. We can mobilize them. Like I said, it's, it's amazing what, you know, one letter can do. It's amazing what 10 letters can do. hundred letters, we can, those who show up rule the world. And as long as we make our voices heard, we can affect these things. And so, I think by us working together, you can be letting us know what your issues are, so we have a better understanding of what your folks are facing, and then we can let you know what we're working on, so you can help spread that. I think that that synergy is super important. And then for individuals, please just go check out our website. We have most of our resources online, and like I said, sign up for a committee. We'll just put you right on. We have hold them every month, uh, a Zoom meeting. So it doesn't matter where you're located, you can be involved. And like I said, our PR committee is, we are ramping up our work with social media and I am not a social media person. So it's its um, something that uh, is lovely to see all these folks coming in with all this expertise and pretty much suggesting things and able to run with it. So it's, it's a wonderful way to get involved and really make a difference.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. And I, you know, we're going to get our team engaged. Uh, there's a lot going on over here, but, uh, I think, you know, this is a priority for us because, you know, it's one thing to go on, you know, podcasts and TikTok, and, you know, and say, you know, oh, we want to make a difference. And we want, we want to make change. Uh, but, you know the truth is and you know probably better than anybody that 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 doesn't just <laughs> happen by speaking it you have to you got to get on to the ground the and do <laughs> the do the work and get a little dirty and uh i think you know our team um you know speaking for the swinger society you know they're ready to get engaged and i think it's just i think it's more just knowing when and where and how you know and kind of connecting the dots for them and and putting out the information and having that all organized i think if we can get all those kind of ducks in a row you know, I think you could see, you know, you're saying hundreds, but it could be thousands or tens of thousands of people that uh, could get engaged in some of these issues. You know, speaking of, you know, the, the child custody case that we have with the, what we call the cracking beards, because that's their online persona. You know, we've raised almost $7,000 overnight uh, for mm-hmm. them on a, on you know, to, to get a lawyer and, and push back against that, that custody issue. I mean, I think it's th- things like that. Um, you know, it seems like a small thing, but to them, to them it to them it was huge. It meant all the difference in yeah. the world. You know, they went from we think we're losing our son to, you know, now we have a fighting chance to to actually, you know, push back against this. So, you know, using our platforms and using, you know, the the, the, the you know the outreach that we have to be able to do things like that, I, I think is is fundamental and, and and hugely important and we're all about it and that's what we're here for. So I, I think we're I think we're gonna get to know you pretty good and, and hopefully uh, continue this relationship.
2: I think so. And I think that what you all are doing is amazing because look what happened. Uh, you know, that I see that so often that people who don't have the money can't fight this kind of discrimination. And so if we all contribute to help folks fight it, then that helps the next people. You know, because family court is so closed, it kind of has to be fought out every single court. So we might need to keep doing this over and over again, but, um, we might have somebody listening right now who has an idea of how we could hit this on a more systematic level to address the institutionalized discrimination that's happening. Um, so by spreading the word about this, that's, that's so important. That's what's connecting us, which is why I hope everybody goes and checks out our earn it act and writes to their legislator because, Mm -hmm. If think about this if you guys are shut down suddenly all this these people are there's no way to connect the yeah. new folks haven't got a way to hear about it it's so important yeah
1: yeah no we've you know in just in the last year we've lost several accounts with over 100,000 followers just because like you're saying you know they flag a video and then the next thing you know the whole account's gone and it's like well, what just happened? You know what I mean? It's it's,
0: flagged for like nudity and sexuality, even though I'm fully clothed with like a sweatshirt and shorts and
1: right. But the word swinger was on the screen, you know?
0: Yeah. So they take it completely down. That's exactly what happened
2: with NCSF with our Twitter account. You know, we were posting articles that were published in mainstream websites and they shut down our Twitter account. And, you know, we did everything we could to get our Twitter account back. And finally, um, someone suggested that they went to the head, I think it was Amazon, because their book got deplatformed and you couldn't even find it. And so we went to the head of Twitter and said, hey, this is unfair. What are you doing here? And we got our Twitter account back the next day without any comment from them. And all that made me think is the only reason we got ours back is because we're an advocacy group. What if we were just
0: you know, Joe Smith. Right. Which is crazy because sexual freedom. Twitter's got some pretty risque things on it. I'm surprised. Yeah. That, yeah. 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 Of it all just, the places for y'all to get banned. Yeah. yeah.
1: Twitter has all the things. So the fact that they're banning, <laughs> you know, activist groups for, for, uh, alternative lifestyles is, is crazy. To yeah. Me. But, you know, hey, it's, it's the world we live in. Um, It
2: is. And it really felt, we felt it. We felt the pain. (laughs) So we know what's, we know what's happening. I, I really feel for you when you lose an account and has a hundred thousand people, it's, it's, it's really frustrating.
0: It is the first time I think I cry, (laughs) but now we're kind of to the point where it's like, it's kind of part of it. Unfortunately, now we've kind of gotten used to it, but those first few were very hard very hard on us,
2: and it shouldn't happen. And we're fighting to have that not happen. Um, and hopefully, the Earn it Act will not pass. And and we're actually signed on. Um, we filed a brief with the challenge to FOSTA, which Woodhull is um proceeding with. And so, we like to comment on these cases, these court cases, um, and let the judges know how it's affecting our communities. So, that's just one service that we're doing.
1: That's awesome. Uh, yeah. And I, I think, you know, again, we'll, 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 stay in touch with you. We'll, we'll keep, we'll keep fighting, you know, we'll f- figure out the ways to, to pass that information to, to our community so that they can get involved. Um, and we'll just, we we'll just keep it, you know, one, one bridge at a time, I guess one, one fight at a time. And until, uh, you know, hopefully we can get to the end. I think, you know, and you spoke on this a little bit, but it seems like the LGBT community did this very well, right? I mean, they, they, they've, Kind of flip the world on its head from, you know, having no rights to where now it's, you know, people are very cautious to to make any decisions against them based on their just their sexual orientation. So I, I, you know, it seems like there is a pathway to do this. We just have to learn from some of those lessons. Is that is that kind of the pathway you're following, or or what do you think on that?
2: Yes, we're standing on the shoulders of giants <laughs> when it comes to this, and certainly LGBTQIA movement it showed us the path. And we actually learned from, from those activists, like in the early nineties, I was taking my media training with GLAAD and um, GLAAD was coming in to educate the the kink activists on how to talk about this and kind of adapting their talking points to our issues. Um, polyamory had, you know, the year of polyamory, I think in 2018, when you couldn't turn around without seeing another article on polyamory. Right. So, um, you know, affecting, influencing the media is a big way that the LGBTQ community really did make an impact. And, um, and then they also showed us how to do it with through lobbying and fighting legislation that was repressive and working with legislators who were sympathetic and understood, um, our goals so that we could get laws passed so that our rights were to bridge. So there is a path to this. It's, um, you know, not sexual orientation, it's sexual right. expression. And I certainly hope that sexual expression will be protected yeah. at some point.
1: No, and I think, you know, one, I don't think, you know, their fight is still ongoing. I think that's probably worth worth noting. But I think another thing worth noting is, um at least in, in the, you know, non-monogamy lifestyle, um, there's quite a bit of people that identify as bisexual in our community. And, you know, and it's, our community is very much tied in, in part of that community. So, you know, I think maybe, working on some of those bonds might be worthwhile as well.
2: Absolutely. Any research we do, we find 50 to 60% of our folks are LGBTQIA. Um, We actually have a fairly, you know, it's the minority of our constituents are heterosexual. So I think that that's comes part and parcel with exploring your sexuality. You can kind of break outside those bonds. I mean, that's what consensual non-monogamy is, is, I want to have the relationship with people best based on each person, not based on what society tells me is acceptable or allowed. And I know for 30 years, I exploring my sexuality and being consensually non-monogamous has had a great impact on all of the relationships that I've had. And it's allowed me to develop more as an individual. And I see that kind of as the future. Um, I, you know, nothing wrong with a on I've been married for a long time now. Um I've been with my husband since 1994, but we were non-monogamous when we got together. And that has continued. And I think that it shows that it can be a really successful way to live your life and you shouldn't be discriminated against because of it.
1: Yeah. And that's, I think that's a key, what you just said there. And, and John and Jackie were kind of, again, hit that us with that is not only do we have to advocate and push back against the discrimination, but also show that this, this community, this, this, this lifestyle has lots of inherent value and can be beneficial to so many people. Not saying that everybody should be non-monogamous or everybody is non-monogamous and that this is the way to do it. Um, but there are lots of inherent, you know, values to this community and to this way of, of living, um, that I think people just aren't aware of. So, you know, spreading that and saying, Hey, yeah, we're swingers and we're proud of it. And these are all the benefits that uh, our relationship gets from being that. I, I think that's another great message to spread, you know, is in a, separate from the discrimination and stuff.
2: Pineapple pride. We need to... <laughs> <laughs> Do graphics, infographics, pineapple
0: pride. Yeah. <laughs> we can do that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, it's funny you say that because we actually designed a pride flag because we're like, why not swingers have a pride flag? And so we, we made a rainbow pineapple and put it on a flag. And we've been, you know, and people are, you know, people love it. People love it. And yeah. there's, there's quite, you know, you see it all over TikTok now. And, you know, people on social media are posting, you know, in different places. You know, they're in Jamaica, they're in wherever, and they're holding their flag up. And it's pretty cool to see. And I think, you know, symbolism and people kind of rallying behind some kind of, you know common uh symbol is i think it's important to people
2: i think that is so great and think about that it's so non-threatening right it's just it's a pineapple Mm -hmm. you know and it's is it upside down
1: of course it it is of course it's upside down i mean
0: you can turn it the right way up if you want to but yeah it's upside down it's designed to be upside down
1: We'll have to get you one.
0: Yes.
2: I think that's great. Uh, we should definitely post that.
0: On yeah. We'll get you one. <laughs> we'll get that to you. <laughs> well, this was awesome.
1: All right, Susan, cool. is there anything we, we didn't touch on that you'd like to, to share, uh, with the, the swing nation listeners out there?
2: No, just our website, ncsfreedom.org. It's national coalition, sexual, and then freedom spelled out. Dot org.
1: All right, guys, I, I highly encourage you, you, you know, NCSF, they're at the, the forefront of this fight. Um, And it's, you know, you're going to hear a lot more about this from from me and Lacey. That's, you know, something we're going to get more involved with. I think it's necessary. You know, I think it's so necessary. We've had numerous friends at this point that have had various issues, whether it's employers or work or children. Um, So I think getting the resources out there and and, and starting kind of starting the fight, I think, is important. And we'll we'll be in touch with you, Susan, and we'll definitely uh, work on this together.
2: That's great. It was lovely talking to both of you.
1: All right. And I think with that, folks. Remember, in a world full of apples,
0: be the pineapple.
1: Be the pineapple, guys. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed our podcast and want to support us, leave a five-star review wherever you're listening. If you want to see more of our content, you can find links to Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, OnlyFans, and more in the show notes. Come join the conversation with us and other Swinger content creators on our Swinger Society Discord server. If you have questions or feedback, email them to us at theswingnation at gmail.com. Make sure you head on over to theswingnation.net and keep up to date on all things Swing Nation. We thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time. Goodbye.